0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kaplens is holding on! Cut glory for Kaplens! But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Well, it's fair to say we've been busy little bees on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast this week. It is Metropolitan Night number three, third night in succession of Premier Racing in Melbourne. And I'm joined, as always, when we take a look at the meadows by Corey Causa-Smith. How are you, Corey?
1: Lovely to be back on again. I I keep just waiting for the message where you give me the flick, but obviously the ratings are still going well enough that you can uh, afford to carry me. But uh, you did have a good night last week with the Best Bet getting up. So hopefully we can find a few more winners and uh, my voice isn't as bad as it was last week.
0: Well, we're recording this Friday, Arvo. Yesterday at me- uh, Sandown Park, rather, we saw uh, the heats of the Sandown Cup and my tipping was pretty poor. But looking back in hindsight, there were probably a, a few that you could have had. I mean, Orca was never too far away and yet he's he's been able to run down the Ruby at 20 to 1.
1: Yeah, look, it's, it was a night of that sort of racing where there was a lot of greyhounds that if they applied themselves, they could really really put a, uh, a spanner in the works of, uh, of some of the top liners. So we saw that with Orca beating the Ruby and a couple of the others. Um, not getting through, in, including Kalinda Patty too. So, cracking night of racing, and then another one tonight, and then we're off to the meadows tomorrow night.
0: And you said, mate, the start of the show that you were worried about a message to to end your your time on the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast. It's actually the other way, mate. The ratings and the numbers keep rising. The more Corey Smith we get out there, the, the more the more people listening. I think it is.
1: Yeah, no. I better send a big shout out to my parents for uh, clicking on the <laughs> clicking play on this sort of, <laughs> plenty of times to get those ratings up and keep me in a job.
0: Done. Uh, no, Plenty of fun. Plenty of fun. Run of the week. Run of the week time from last week at the Meadows, and we're looking at a greyhound by the name of Dusty Berbsky. How could I not have this run of the week? I, oh, look, it was uh, my best bet of the night was an each-way price and, and price got the money. job done. to
1: go, green light, ready for a start. Set racing. My neo jumped pretty smartly to the inside. Trying to come across was Vaynerbao out very wide. Dusty birsky charging across from the outside. Going to the first earnest. Mineo the leader. Dusty Burbski around the outside with a rally. Followed by Vaynerbao. Then Jet. Six further back. Fabriola zero. Patsy the of They were followed by King of Calypso. And high end coming off the back straight. And Dusty Burbski moving up on the outside of Mineo. Dusty bursky went up on the outside and took the lead now from My neo a Gap in the race into Vaynerbao. Followed by Fabriola zero. But Dusty birsky shot clear. It went up from My neo Smart
0: little win that one. Uh, Paying favours to Vader Bale, though, who went hard left from box six. Even though Dusty was going to run wide and get room anyway, I think it just made the job a little bit easier. Uh, About 29.98 the run, and that was a pretty impressive performance. You know me, Corey, when I tip a winner, mate, more than most likely it'll be run of the week the week later.
1: Yeah, that's it. No, well, I think I'd said on this podcast a couple of times I wanted to see Dusty Burbsky put it together here at the Meadows, and, and he is he's starting to add to that sand down form that we saw through the launching pad. And he's certainly one to follow now that he's ticking a lot of boxes at both Sydney tracks. I think there's plenty of races in store
0: for him. And he's strong too, putting away my Neo no easy assignment, and uh, he was able to do that with a consummate ease at the end of the 5.25 at the Meadows. Saturday's preview Saturday night racing at the Meadows, night three when we talk Premier Racing this week, Corey. Uh, night one, pretty hard night on the tip. I started with uh, with a few winners and then it sort of went downhill from there, hoping to bounce back at night number two, which is Sapphire Crown and, and Harrison Dawson Heats, which is tonight when we record and release this episode. But we're focusing on the 14th of May. It's such a busy week. Uh, the Meadows, the 14th of May. and Are you confident there are winners? If you had to rate your percentage of confidence to make a profit for this meeting, Corey? What would it be?
1: Look, every race has a winner to be found. So we've, we've got to be confident. We've said a few times on this podcast that we're, uh, we we loosen up the shoulders and have a bit of fun and uh, and find the winners. So we'll be confident. It isn't the highest confidence meeting of all time to be to well, in
0: It isn't. It's a tough one to try and sort out, but uh, I think there's a bit of value. Sometimes when it's not easy, if you can get one or two winners, it can cover. So we'll see how we go. Race one, uh, this is my place. Best bet of the night, if that makes sense. Uh, Number two, Madam Chelsea. I'm tipping it, but not to win, but just to run a place. I thought the last handful of runs have been really good hitting the line. Closest we've seen her drawn down near the inside. So just needs to hold a, a, a place, I guess, against the rail. And she chased home Raparkey Rocks in two runs at Sandown. Both enormous runs. I think this is an easier assignment. So she's my best bet of the night. Not to win, just to place. So not going hard this week for me, Corey.
1: I like it. I like it. I've uh, I've landed on play nice. Two starts ago went 30-40. 34-49 40, at Sandown over the 595. Comes here to the Meadows over the 600. And I think a repeat of that sort of performance will be good enough to win this one. So hopefully I can get the win with Play Nice and you can get the place with Madam Chelsea.
0: And we could play the same race multi, the Quinella exacta trifecta and bang, 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 away we go. Race two, mix six and seven over the 5.25. I think the red clearly leads the race. Went eight fourteen twenty-one seventy-eight at Shep from this draw last time. But if that happens, I think the two ravers Army's going to get a beautiful run trailing the speed. And from there... I think this is game, set, match. This would probably be my each way best bet of the night number two Ravers Army.
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm seeing the race the same way that you're seeing it as well. I'm relying on that one, jumping well. And the, I do have a little soft spot for the three, Winlock Meggot. I'm waiting for it to put it together, though. It's had five starts at the track for nothing. So I'm with Ravers Army here. Um, but, yeah, conscious of Winlock Megat.
0: I, I love these little favourite dogs you have. The one that springs to mind is old Alfie Alligator. <laughs> no, he's, no he's, I, I, can't, I can't keep doing that to myself. <laughs> it's been tough for you, that's for sure. Race three, how do you see this one playing out? Oh,
1: that's a million-dollar <laughs> question, this one. This one, I think, is probably the toughest race of the night. I um, Yeah, I, I couldn't really find too much. I think the two might lead, and uh, I've landed on the eight Ambrose Bale. I uh, thought it was pretty impressive last start and a, a repeat of a 30-38 run. I know it goes to a wide draw, but I think 30-38 probably wins this one.
0: Winery Bar went well at Horsham from Box 8 three starts ago, but the former round, that only just. So I'm pretty confident uh, that I can't find the winner in this race. So I'm going to leave it out to the, uh, the viewers. If you think you have found the winner in this race, let us know through the GRV socials uh, on the Instagram channel. Click on GRV and send them a message with who you like. And if you can find the winner... Well, you've done a very, very good job. It's a tough one. Race number four, again, not an easy race. Uh, You've got Basmati, whose form's only fair, uh, but can hit the start time to time. It's a very even field. I've settled on number eight, Spring Bjorn here. has had 58 starts, 12 wins. I think the form from last start, Chasing Helwes, although it wasn't an overly quick run, might just about be enough on the each way to, to run a big race here. So race four, number eight, but again, tough race. There's value to be had.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, I've gone with the 4Wow Star. Uh, I think it might have a little bit more upside than some of these and, and a 512 first split mm. and 513 the week before. I think that's what I'm relying on. I'm hoping if, if he can get that down to about a 510, he probably leads this one and hopefully we can hold on late. But uh, again, it's a tough, tough race.
0: Doesn't get any easier for race number five, I don't think, either. Uh, first leg of the quaddie. I think the red's going to miss the kick. If the two can begin like it did at Sandown from box eight, went 34-21 over the 500. It's going to put uh, this greyhound on the off in a, in a very good position. So I'm willing to play each way. I've got question marks uh, on its Chop, Simnon and Bale and, and Commission, who went really well uh, at Ballarat and also Horsham of late. Not an easy one, but I'm going to go the two each way.
1: Yeah no I'm seeing it again great minds are thinking alike I'm on the two as well I I just like the fact that it should clear the one pretty comfortably off that bend start and and uh, hopefully be off and gone and, and avoid the pace that will come from out
0: wide. And in the red can be hard to follow, but I'd expect Tobin Frost to be in the finish if he can keep doing everything right. Uh, race number six up to the 600, heat number two for the fifth graders here. I'm going with number four, Winnington Bale. Won a heat of the Geelong Cup, came from behind there. Good run last time, ticks a few boxes, and... Uh, I've been a bit disappointed with uh, Warringah Bale of late. So, otherwise, I would have gone the five. I was sort of marking him as a bit of a favourite of mine, but he just hasn't gone on with it. And I think the 600 is going to suit Winnington Bale.
1: Yeah, he's obviously bred to to get out over the 600, being by Houston Bale, who we saw Jarek Bale last night, what he did, and Graceland Bale and Christo Bale earlier than that. So, this Feral Frankie litter, uh, they're very, very good, like you said. Geelong Cup heat winner, so I'm also with Winnington Bale, the four.
0: Well, race number seven, I'm going to give you three dogs, and I think I've got the winner. Mr. Firekick got the talk, Ariane Bale. I think one of those three will win, but I'm just not sure which.
1: Well, I've landed on Ariane Bale. So hopefully we can get the job done there with Ariane Bale. And you'll be happy because you've, uh, you've sat on the fence and got splinters. But <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take it upon myself to pick one. And Ariane Bale's that for me. I don't love the box draw, but
0: it does have a big motor. And I thought it was pretty luckless last week. So I uh, could, could improve this this uh, this week. Splinters can feel good time to time as long as you end up with a winner. I think that's the key there. Race number eight. I'm with eight, Kahim Bale. Uh, he's a little bit hard to follow. I would have much rather him drawn closer to the inside, but I think the seven's going to come across. The six will show a bit of toe. If they can come across and clear, uh, Nahari Bale's the other who's got early toe as well. So And even Shimmer Jake began last week from box eight, which he doesn't always begin that well. But I just thought Kahim Bale, strong, needs luck, but he'll hit the line hard.
1: Yeah, I kind of tripped, flipped and flopped all all over the place with this, uh, the race on this one. I, I like Kaheem Bale. I've tipped him on this podcast before, but I've landed with special talent. He loves an inside draw. He's had six starts for four wins and a placing. This is exactly where he wants to be, and I thought there's a, a little bit of pace out wide, and I thought they might uh, might kind of take each other on the six or the seven, and Kaheem Bale might struggle to get across. So I've landed with special
0: talent, the one. Race 9 I'm with one, Bell Violin. I just think it's going to be a really nice 600-plus dog down the track. Might need luck from the red, but should get it using the inside draw. I
1: had written down here that I'll give him one more chance over the 500
0: here, Bell Violin. So
1: if he doesn't get the chocolates here, I'm going to put a line through him until he steps up in distance. But I think this is the one, Bell Violin. There's a bit of pace out wide again. So hopefully we can just hold the inside and uh, be too good for them. We know he has a big motor.
0: Mm, Race 10, Mumbo Alarm for me. Number one, just improving start to start drawn nicely here.
1: Yeah, it was impressive last start and just drawn perfectly here. So I've landed on Mumbo Alarm as
0: well. One who I've put down as a runner that I probably should top, stop tipping is Radek Bale, but I'm going to go with him off the inside. I think this is the last time I'll go with him. He tumbled last time. His form was okay prior to that, but he just hasn't been getting himself into the race from those uh, wide draws this campaign. So back to the inside. If he can get some luck, I think he can, he can run okay. But again, little confidence here on the each way number one, Radek Bale.
1: I was a bit torn in this one. I was uh, I had the four and the seven. and They were hard to split for mine. I've landed with the seven, Vance Bale, just because it's uh, it's been in a little bit better form. So I'm thinking that maybe it's got a little bit more confidence, but I think they're the two speed runners in the race, the four and the seven. So hopefully hopefully the seven can get across and get the job done for me, Vance Bale.
0: Race 12 is nearly my best bet of the night. There's about three of them, I think I've said tonight, but to Javi here, number one. Uh, he is just a dog that loves the meadows, and it's not a bad problem to have, but he, he goes to other tracks and you can just see him cock his nose up and he's just not interested. He goes, bugger this, I'm a Meadows doggy. He he likes the bright lights, the city views and the good tucker upstairs, I think. So race 12, number one, Javi. I think he just, this is a race for him. A fifth grade, he's a free-for-aller here.
1: Yeah, I feel like his connections are part of the family here at the Meadows. He goes around here so often, and and we've discussed we might have to name a picnic table or something after <laughs> him once he once he retires because he just loves the place. He's going for his fifteenth win, and if he does win, he'll crack the hundred thousand dollars in mm. prize money. So I'm with Javi. And I'm going to put an extra little bit of weight on him and say that this is my best bet of the night. Best till last, Jarvie,
0: race 12, number one. Yeah, very, 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 very well-tipped, I think, Jarvie. So plenty of best bets there and plenty of winners, I think, as well. Punters, punting club. Oh, punters, punting club. It's that time of day. And, uh, Corey, obviously you're playing Jarvie, but how are you playing him?
1: No, I've, I'm, I'm going back to my win. I'm, I'm going back. You haven't converted me to the each way or the place or anything yet, Jimmy Boy. I'm going to stick to my uh, on the nostril punting fifty dollars the win on Jarvi. Hopefully, you can get the job done for connections. Get over the hundred thousand dollars in prize money, and we can afford to buy a plaque for him for a picnic table or something. Here,
0: <laughs> I love the sounds of that, mate. The Javi table. I think it's a, it's a winner. That's for sure. I'm going to do. I'm going to break all the rules here. I'm going to play a multi race one, number two, Madam Chelsea to place. Um, I think it'll run a place. Race two, yep. I'm going to go with two Ravers Army. Now, I'm going to be tactical and take the mid-tote place here with number two Ravers Army. There'll be no third dividend in the race, so therefore, I think it is a big place chance. And I'll finish race 12. Let's just be cautious. Jarvi won't be far away, so I'll go with Jarvi number one to run a place. So, $50 on that. I, I'm probably breaking the rules. I said it has to be simple, and then I've gone venturing off into something completely different. But that's what I'm doing, mate. I'm the boss of this show, so I do, uh, do what I want. But Corey, that's another one done, mate. Uh, thanks for Coming
1: on. Another notch on the belt.
0: Very, very happy with it, Jimmy boy. Hopefully the the reviews keep coming
1: in positive and uh, we can continue to do this because it's plenty of fun.
0: Inside Info. It is Inside Info time ahead of the Meadows. Greyhound Racing uh, in town. And we've been joined, lucky enough, on the line by an owner, a trainer, a breeder, who has had... Just about as good a, I'd say, 12 to 18 months as you can in the game. I speak of Robbie Bean. Rob, you must be pinching yourself, mate. I uh, certainly am, James. Yeah, it's been a good year. Uh, you had this uh, this litter, uh, an unbelievable litter as it turned out, Bernardo Cross Sunset Believer. Can you tell us a little bit about the breeding itself and, and, and where Sunset Believer came from, what kind of a race dog she was and, and why the, the cross to Bernardo, who at that time was a seriously unproven dog?
2: Well, I owned the mother of Sunset Believer, and that uh, we went to Fabregas and um, had that letter. And Sunset Believer, she sort of was plagued by injuries. I think she won about eight races. But, um, yeah, and I decided to brew with her and Billy McMahon's dog. You know, very fast dog Bernardo. He was plagued by injuries too. And now I was lucky enough, it worked.
0: It has worked, mate. And when you say plagued by injuries, it's probably been a bit the opposite with uh, the litter you've got. Got the talk, Gold Driller, they're still going around now. We'll speak of Got the Talk in a moment. The litter's earned, I think, over half a million dollars in prize money, Aussie Secret being the the pin-up boy, and he's now standing
2: at start. Yeah, he was a very good dog. Yeah, he um, certainly put the litter on
0: the mat, yeah. And mate, your involvement in greyhound racing, I love the story of where it all began. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in, in greyhound racing?
2: I was back in, um, well, I was 1990, I think. I um, was doing a plumbing job and the fellow on the job had a greyhound. And um, we sort of got um, friendly with him and then ended up, I bought the dog off him and that was Swift Laser. and Bred a litter and just been kicking ever since. By you know, and breeding a few and raising a few. That first purchase wasn't much either, was it? For memory, uh, it was three thousand, but she was ten years old and she was in pup to fire Kate. So uh, It was a lot of money at the time. I yeah. had to go to the bank and borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you'd be sitting there now going that was a
0: good decision because I guess a lot of people don't want to go to the bank and borrow money to get involved in racing, but you took the part and it's turned out pretty good.
2: Yeah, well, it, it started us off anyway. And, um, yeah, then i just buy the odd pup here and there. And when the kids were little, I didn't train or anything because they'd have a real job, you know. And, uh, no, but now it's sort of full time. Well, mate, it's going along beautifully.
0: You've got got the talk in uh, race seven tomorrow night over the six hundred metres uh, at the Meadows, and and he's run last time at Teruelgan. He was spotting Gold Driller at least three lengths when they really swung around that that home corner there. And uh, Gold Driller's not overly strong at the end of four fifty, but you must have been pleased with with both of them really, and in particular the, the finishing speed of Got the Talk, who ended up running down Gold Driller.
2: Yeah, he come home pretty quick <laughs> he, he is a very strong dog the, the driller, he sort of struggles A little over 450, pulls him up, you know So, anyway, the driller's in uh, Got the talks in tomorrow night yeah, at the Meadows And how do, you,
0: how do you rate his chances in that field, mate? You'd probably be expecting that he'll, he'll go forward And almost lead the race I thought there were only three chances in the race I could be wrong, but three, four and five And uh, if you can step and go to the front that's That's half the race won
2: that's right, yeah, yeah but he's, uh, you know, drawing box four, I would have preferred him a bit closer to the rail, but anyhow, we'll, well, mate, s- we'll see what happens. It's funny you say that, I've got the stats in
0: front of me, and, and most dogs will struggle to win from the awkward draws, your boy got the talk, as one, two races from just about every box, and then you look at box six and he's had six wins, can you explain that? Nah, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joys not of fun. racing, isn't it? <laughs>
2: That's it. it, certainly is. Well, yeah.
0: mate, if, is, is there one race that you'd love to win as a Greyhound trainer or owner moving forward that you haven't already been able to secure? Oh,
2: well, if everyone strives to win a Melbourne Cup, it yeah. would be nice. And <laughs> but, uh, um, I've had my share of um, handy races. You know, it's been good. What's
0: been yeah. the biggest highlight, mate? You've been involved in the sport for over 30 years now. What would be the, the one highlight that you've had that you look back on and say, that was my best moment in racing?
2: I, I really think winning the Hobart Thousand that that was fantastic, you know, Group One race and all that. But it was a shame I couldn't get over there. But um, you know, to send the dog there two weeks prior and you know his achievement over there, that was fantastic for us, you
0: know, which was good. And it's one of the most prestigious races around and with uh, with so much history as well, mate. And this segment's called Inside Info. As I let you go, the word is on the street that you've got a litter, repeat mating to Got The Talk and, and Gold Driller and, and Aussie Secret. And the word is you don't have to give too much away, mate, but are they, are they looking like they could be potentially similar class to the first litter?
2: Yeah, they're poking along... Um about the same as the last letter for the age, so they're going they're going pretty good for eight month old pubs yeah. That's that's not bad mate Just poking along
0: as good as the first litter Which you've gone on to win half a mil <laughs> Yeah, yeah so. No they're going quite well Well mate so. it's exciting It's very very exciting We're going to black book those And we, we look forward to seeing them hit the track And, and we look forward to seeing the, the old Warriors do their thing as well We speak of Got The Talk And obviously Gold Driller's racing tonight at Tarelga our episode of the podcast will be out by then So just quickly as I let you run Gold Driller a bit of a chance tonight as well
2: I think he is, yeah. I think he is. If he leads, you know, tonight he'll be right. Well, mate,
0: sounds very, very good. You've given us more than we've asked for, Robbie Bean, mate. Congrats on everything over the last 18 months, and let's hope it can be the start of of something that gets even bigger and better with more achievement. And that Melbourne Cup for you, not too far away, fingers crossed. (laughs)
2: Would be nice. Okay, thanks,
0: James. Well, that's Robbie Bean, and how seriously good has... Inside info. Inside info been of late, hey? Uh, untapped for uh, Dusty Drew. Congrats to Dustin Drew into the Sandown Cup. He gave us such a big push for Untapped. It was. Enormous! If I hadn't known that earlier, I may well have changed my selection. That's how big a push it was. So congrats to uh, to Dusty Drew. He was good on the footy field and I think he's even better as a greyhound trainer with a runner into the Sandown Cup. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. punters. I hope you've enjoyed it. And don't forget, the Deep Dive with Robert Britton is going to be released this week. I know I've said that for a while, but it is on the way through. Until next time, safe travelling, happy punning, enjoy the weekend, <laughs> the head.